This podcast is sponsored by tenofthose.com. Tenofthose.com handpicked the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. I have been really enjoying a book called Sheltering Mercy by Dan Wilt and Ryan Whitaker-Smith. It is a book which helps us to pray through the Psalms and the writers literally take each Psalm and write a prayer in response to it. And it uses the words of scripture. It has the heart of the Psalmist very much front and foremost. And it has been so helpful to me as I've been seeking to pray through the Psalms myself. I'd highly recommend it. Grab a copy at tenofthose.com. Welcome to Two Sisters in a Cup of Tea. My name is Sarah. I live in the UK. This is my sister Felicity. She lives in the US. Hello, everyone. And this is our final episode of season five. We're going to be reflecting on Psalm 119. We're going to be sharing what's coming up next in season six. Um, But before we get there, Felicity, what have you got in your cup? Well, just gone for a straightforward Yorkshire tea. If I do say myself, myself, it it is very well made cup of tea. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, To be honest, the biscuit I picked never made it down the stairs. It just got eaten while the kettle was boiling because I just really needed a chocolate digestive. Yeah, I mean, I've done exactly the same thing. I needed the sugar fix about 10 minutes ago rather than right now. So um, I had a slightly melted orange club. I feel like orange clubs are often slightly melted because are they not often the choice of a lunchbox biscuit? And, mm. and biscuits just tend to melt in a, in a lunchbox, I think. Well, that's a whole other question, isn't it? Lunchbox biscuit choices. We've got a whole other season of chat in that, haven't we? I know. Well, lucky we do have another season to debate wow. such important issues. <laughs> <laughs> what biscuit fits with your after-lunch feeling? That's that's basically it, isn't it? But anyway, <laughs> before we get into that rabbit hole, and before mm-hmm. we reflect on the riches of Summer 119, which we're both so excited to be talking about, We have a summer survey, which we would love for as many listeners as possible to participate in. Sarah, tell us what it's all about. Mm, um, A survey always just sounds a bit boring, doesn't it? Really, it's a couple of minutes. Um, We need as many listeners as possible. We'd love as many people as possible to fill in this survey just to kind of help us understand who's listening, really. Uh, We've been going now for about 18 months. It's flown the time. Um, We've really enjoyed this journey and we'd love to just um, hear about the people who are listening and how we can best serve you with what we're doing um, in this podcast. Um, So you can find the survey on our show notes. Uh, We'll be linking to it in social media. Uh, those who are on our newsletter um, list, will that will come out as well. Um, and as you fill in our summer survey, as you spend that couple of minutes, you will also receive a free ebook before you open your Bible by Matt Smethurst, um, a great and brilliant read. Um, so please, 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 we just would really appreciate your feedback. Um, and thank you. Yes, thank you so much in advance. We really appreciate it. We just would love to serve you as best we can. Mm-hmm. And as we think about serving you, serving our listeners, actually, we're going to be serving each other because we love talking about Psalm 119. So let's get into this conversation, Sarah. We were, as we were many months ago, thinking about whether we we're going to do Psalm 119. Neither of us had really spent that much time in this longest chapter in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for both of us, there's been some some surprises as we've been going along. So Mm. tell us what surprised you as you've been studying and reading this psalm. Biggest surprise, um, that it's not about the word itself. As in the word is a big, you know, God's word is a big part of the psalm, but that's not the topic, is it? 
like I think as we've read it and as we've journeyed along with him this is just we've been kind of fly on the wall to his kind of heartfelt prayer in his honest struggle with different afflictions and suffering and the word has been the outbox and it's been the means of grace to keep him going but it's not been what the psalm is totally about and all about yes i think that's exactly right isn't it the out the outbox of the psalm is not mm. actually love the bible more which i think mm. i had also thought that this psalm would just help me to love my bible more but but so yeah. you're saying that actually the word is a part of the means by which we come to love God more, isn't it? I think that's been one of the big surprises, but yeah. this is the most relational thing. Like this psalm is just all like the psalmist and God, isn't it? It's so mm. intimate, that relationship between them. And the word is the means by which the psalmist knows God better and seeks yeah. to love him more and is able to run in those commands. Yeah, and it's his, it's it's such a gift of God and the gift of grace, isn't it? And it, it enables him and it fuels him and it keeps him going. Um, but I just didn't see that. I didn't see. Yeah, I just you know that's been a really great and wonderful surprise, and it's really it's really shaped my view of the psalm because we've just been in it so long. I think mm. um, we've really, yeah, it's just it, yeah, it's been surprising. Um, what about the biggest challenge for you? What's challenged you the most? Do you think? Yeah, well, I think um, a big challenge has been that the suffering, which is is kind of one of the surprises, actually, that I, I didn't realise that the psalm was so, suffering is so pervasive throughout the psalm. I don't think mm. I had realised quite how much that is the prevalent circumstance and that that circumstance doesn't change. And yet the heart of the psalmist is mm. increasingly longing for the Lord. And that kind of, despite the circumstances or almost because of the circumstances, he is all the more in with the Lord. Like he says again and again, you are my hope. You are my refuge. You are, my heart is all yours. You are my joy, my heritage, like forever and ever I'm all yours. And Mm. that anchoring is, is despite circumstances, like the suffering is not knocking him off course in that. And I think that's a challenge to me because I think circumstances can be more knocking than the psalmist is letting it be. Mm. And even bigger than that, not just knocking, but actually I think we get that the circumstances, his suffering draws him closer to God. And so I think there's a challenge there to how I view suffering and the real on the ground reality that God is definitely at work through his word, by his grace in that suffering. And I I feel like we say that quite a lot, but to actually know it and believe it and trust it and to really think that when you're in the midst of it, that's been big for me, I think. Big challenge. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I've got to the end of the psalm and I just feel like so far from the reality presented within it in terms of how much he is in the word as as that means of keeping going. Um, and I think I felt that at the beginning when I first read it. And I think I really feel it having got to the end of it. Um, and yet the biggest challenge on my heart isn't actually that. It's it's the not stewing on the guilt of how I'm feeling because of that. Mm-hmm. Like I think my tendency is to kind of stew and kind of, um, kind of sit there. And um, actually, I think the biggest challenge for me has been kind of going back into the psalm, finding those verses of encouragement that I need to hear remembering how Christ has fulfilled and fleshed out that covenant promise and that grace 
remember that I'm just like the psalmist and that like he strayed like a lost sheep I have to and yet Christ is that good shepherd um wholly committed to seeking and finding me and tending to my wayward heart I think I've just yeah that's been that's been the kind of journey for me and the biggest challenge is to keep remembering that the psalmist was always absolutely dependent on grace and so am I and just keeping remembering that um yeah that yeah that's interesting because that is the the challenge because I think that's that's like the other side of the encouragement is huge encouragement there which I'll talk Mm. about in a minute but the the challenge the fact that you're speaking of it as a challenge is that challenge to remember it isn't it to actually functionally what does it look like to really trust what is being kind of outworked by the psalmist here because I think that's what we see is the psalmist doing that and so the challenge for us is to to keep going with the psalmist and get to the point where we're believing it and able to delight in the Lord and able to come to the Lord in that honesty that bold honesty yeah but that's a daily thing isn't it like that's you know that just doesn't happen overnight like that that is a that is a wrestle that you know that's a lifelong wrestle in Christian life isn't it like we're not talking about a quick fix here yeah yeah Tell me about your biggest encouragement then. Well, so I think my encouragement, my biggest encouragement is like the other side of that is the um, the reality that God is seeking out his servant. You know, in that very last verse, verse 176, mm. he says that the psalmist cries out, seek your servant. And I think that seeking is evident throughout the whole psalm as we remember the wallpaper of the covenant promises. So every time we hear word, precept, command, uh, all of those things, declared in that is the God who graciously moves towards us and so I think we can read the psalm and be really challenged like man I'm not as obedient I'm not longing I'm not doing all that the psalmist is kind of um talking about but in that I know that he is moving towards me in grace God through the Lord Jesus and how much more through the Lord Jesus can I be Mm. sure of that I think that's been one of the other great encouragements has been just as we've been reading the psalm and knowing that this is ultimately Jesus's song I feel like I know Jesus better through having spent time in these words and so I'm more convinced that he is for me you know that kind of the the grace in action that he is for me yeah yeah what about you big big encouragements biggest encouragement um I think it's quite a simple one that the more I've been in it the more fruit it's born from being in it. Um, so the more time I spent dwelling on each stanza, pouring over the words and why they're there, the more I found those words coming out in my prayers and in my conversations and encouraging my own heart and I hope others as well. And I think that's just that's just been really great. It's been really good. And I guess <laughs> it's not a surprise because I don't know, like in it's in Mark four, isn't it? Where Jesus says the measure you um, come to the word, it will be measured to you and more. And whether you bring a teaspoon to God's word or whether you bring a bucket, like that will come back to you. And actually there's no denying it. It's been hard work, hasn't it? Like this psalm has been hard (laughs) and it's taken, it's taken a lot of effort and it's like, you know, I think we have poured ourselves into this because we've been keen to get all that we can out of it. And and that's come in abundance, like the Lord has really worked in our hearts through it. And I think that's just been such an encouragement because I can see that I can see the impact on my heart in a massive way. Um, it really that's, has been changing us, I think. 
That's huge, isn't it? And I love, and let us just remember <laughs> when we first picked up the psalm, we were like, yeah. what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, let us just be honest about that. I think you're right. It has been hard, but as you say, the fruit has been big and not even yeah. just a cut and dried kind of fruit, an ongoing fruit as, yeah. as we've been in it. So you said um, the psalm has been changing us. I would totally agree with that. In mm. what way though? Like, like how has this psalm been changing you? Yeah, I think that's like one of the best questions to ask, by the way, in terms of like as we're kind of rounding up Bible books, how has this actually changed me? Um, I think in really big ways. Um, I think, as you were saying earlier, like the just processing suffering and what it looks like to view suffering in the light of God's word, in the light of God's character um, and kind of coming back to those kind of checkpoints each Um yeah, having those, calling those things to mind about his character, his goodness, his sufficiency, that's been a big thing for me. Um, most of all, it's it's really changed the way I'm praying in the immediacy of what I know about God. I'm just, I feel like I'm praying more immediately. I'm that kind of last, you know, the last few verses where he's delighting he's pleading he's praising he's rejoicing he's straying he's um asking he's requesting like I think I feel like I'm I'm doing that more and that can only be a good thing I guess (laughs) I think I've got more confidence to pray in the way that he's praying and I'm asking the Lord to show me more of him and his word than I ever have before and I think just having that boldness kind of modeled for me I, I want to do that too. And I know that I can because Jesus has shown me the way. So that, I think. What about I, you? Oh Yeah, well, I'd echo that. I think my prayer life has definitely changed as a result for that same reason, really. You know, that the verse um, that says God is near. I can't remember mm-hmm. which verse that is. It's, it's, it's somewhere yet right. the Lord verse, is near, isn't it? Yeah, the Lord is near. Yeah, in verse 151. Yeah. And, and that reality that he is near and that I can pray like the psalmist. And I think... Being in this book for this long means that the words of the psalm are just closer to hand. And so I feel like I'm I'm really enjoying praying in these yeah. these stanzas. And that's that's been really big. I think another thing actually is in my kind of understanding in my heart, I think there's been a, a shifting in the way I view God's commands. And the way I view my heart seeking after the Lord and that the commands are not a separate thing. It's not like our holiness and, and how we're mm-hmm. living life is separate to that. But as I run in the commands of the Lord, I was really struck by that verse, um, verse 32. He says, mm-hmm. run in the path of his commands. And I was really struck by that, that as we run in his path, as we are obedient, then my heart kind of all the more delights in the Lord. And I think just that's really shifted the way I view obedience, really. Yeah. being a heart level kind of thing and that as I am obedient and as I seek to be obedient even when I stumble actually my heart is all the more anchored in the Lord it's been yeah That's so great isn't it isn't it's it? so good I just this and this this just like reviewing it together is so valuable isn't it because it just like it's really important to just kind of actually just take time to reflect isn't it it's been it feels like it's been a massive journey yeah. <laughs> and we're at we're at the end of it but it's been really valuable and um yeah that's that's it that's it shall we before we do the big reveal as to what is to come next i think we should pray i think response to someone's 19 so sarah why don't you pray for us now and then i'd love to do that 
Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you so much for your word through Psalm 119. We thank you for all the ways that you've been showing us more of yourself, more of what it is to trust you in the midst of affliction, what it is to run in the path of your commands. We thank you most of all that it's shown us more of Jesus. It's fleshed out. It's his fulfilment of this beautiful, wonderful, grace-filled covenant promise. And it's shown us what it is to to sing his song um, and to begin to live this song and to pray this song for ourselves. We just thank you so much for the way that your word has really been at work in our hearts. And we just pray, Father, please, with these, with, with what we've learned, not... Um, not get snatched away. We pray, Lord, would you guard our hearts and help us to bed in these lessons that we've learned and these things that we've been dwelling on and the um, how much we've seen of the Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, that would fuel our worship, that would um, drive to our hearts and, Lord, that we would obey more fully because uh, as we do that, we know more of you fully. We thank you so much, Lord, for Psalm 119. Amen. Amen. So, we are already anticipating season six, which will be coming mm. after the summer. And mm. Sarah, do you want to? Should I, do, I mean, drum roll. We're going to be no. Doing- last time I did a drum roll, it just didn't work on the recording. So you just go for it. Just okay. say it. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are going to be in one Thessalonians, or in fact, over here in America they say First Thessalonians. So we're going to be spending oh. our next yeah. season um, in Thessalonians. And we'd love for you to join us. And in relation to that, over the summer, I know some of you be wondering, what are we going to do? You know, it's not it's not happening, Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. But we have a Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea book pack at tenofthose.com. And it is related to One Thessalonians. So you can go on the website and you can pick it up. Um, it, everything's going to be 50% off within the pack. It's a scripture journal of First Thessalonians. It is um, a brilliant biography called A London Sparrow and it is a fantastic book by Ed Welch called Side by Side. So we're going to be reading those books this summer. We would love for you to be reading those books as well as we anticipate getting into One Thessalonians together. Yeah, exciting. Great. <laughs> and in the meantime, Sarah, what do we need to do? In the do? meantime, go and click on the link and fill in our summer survey for us. We'd massively appreciate that. Um and have a good summer. I think that's it, isn't it? Yes. Thank you so much for being with us through Psalm 119. We are praying for great fruit as you've been in the word with us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you after the summer. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. It's sponsored by tenofos.com. Check them out for great discounted resources that point to Jesus.